Hello everybody, welcome to my podcast. I'd like to say welcome, like to thank you for listening. Um, I'm pretty sure it's going to be on iTunes, going to be really cool. Thank you for tuning in for my first podcast, the gaming podcast, um, where I talk about trends, how to do like little techie things, uh, updates, games, and cool stuff like that. So, um, first, like a little cool thing with FIFA 18, it looks awesome, because you could play with characters when I was younger, and like in between, so like, um, I saw this trailer and it was like, so like one from 2001, 2002, and then 2017 and stuff like that. <clears throat> well, I guess 2018 is going to be, yeah, but, uh, yeah, it looks sick. Now, what I actually want to talk about, these three new controller designs, they look just so cool. Seriously, like, I can't stress it enough. They have got a, uh, let me just look, yep, here it is, a volcano shadow, that's what it's called. It looks really sick, it's like, literally, kind of like volcano shadow, not like a literal, literal, uh, volcano shadow there. So, it's like a lovely red kind of colour. Uh, with grey at the bottom, so like shadow of the lava is kind of cool. No, it's actually really cool. There's one in green, green and grey. Yeah, it's kind of cool. Actually, yeah, it's not my favourite. But oh, and then my favourite patrol tech. Patrol tech looks really cool. It's like a kind of robot and techie cool one. It just looks amazing. Trust me. It's like I'm pretty sure it's got like this blue bit and it's got like this bit that looks like a speaker. Looks awesome. Anyways, you can go check them out. And um, Forza Motorsport 7, uh, good game. Um, I'm pretty sure it's not out yet. Yeah, it isn't. I'm pretty sure. But my friends play, like, Forza games. And, yeah, um, they're showing awesome new cars, like the Acura NSX, I think that's how you say it, and the Honda Civic Type R. That looks, they just, like, they look awesome. I've seen trailers. They look kind of cool. No, they look really cool. Why do I keep saying kind of? And, yeah. So, uh, oh, this is a classic. I'm pretty sure KSI Sidemen, they all used to play this game like loads. Trials Fusion. Yeah, that's that game. I'm pretty sure it's coming free with games with gold later August. So, yeah, because this is August, but I'm filming it in. And... Yep, next I have the Minecraft new update, so it's going to be quite long, what I'm going to talk about. Minecraft Better Together update, Pocket Edition, Android, iOS only, so like that's for Pocket Edition. Got Windows 10 Edition, Xbox One Edition, Gear VR Edition, and Nintendo Switch Edition, so that's what it's for. And it began beta testing on the 31st of July. Um... Minecraft Better Together update is rolling out now in beta players on Windows 10, PC and Android devices. That means players on either platform with a beta installed will be able to participate in games from either type of device together in cross-platform play. This update was originally revealed at E3 back in June, obviously. Well, if you saw E3, and includes other feature additions like community servers, community marketplace with paid add-ons. Like I'm pretty sure they've got that like Minecraft.net now, but for just a PC version, not like Windows 10, but PC and Mac on like the actual website. Um, there are also a range of new in-game item types. 
So yeah, that that just sounds cool. Multiplayer host and permission options and more. The beta is also set to roll out for Xbox One soon. Microsoft says which will add the gaming console to the cross-platform action. That's been look. That's just going to be sick when a Xbox One like will come and like it will join. Like Sony was supposed to be part of it, and I know that, and I'm going to talk about that in a bit. Um, but basically, um, yeah, that's going to be sick. Like I thought that happened ages ago, but it hasn't, and now I'm really excited for it to happen. So yeah, so um, Microsoft also said when update was announced that it will eventually add support for the Play Together update to iOS. But I was like, that's really cool. Like that's what they were saying from the Xbox One, Nintendo Switch, and VR devices uh, will also like join. But one thing was, so I want to talk about this topic now. So Sony was apparently offered the chance to participate in the update for PlayStation but they declined and I'm pretty sure one of the reasons was oh people aren't gonna buy the PlayStation because if some games like like uh, cross platform then it don't really care what they like buy because they can still play with their friends on any console so that was a reasonable idea and then after that they hit back with this just stupid thing it was like um, also, um, in the PSN uh, little terms thingy, it says we will protect anybody like online who goes onto PSN, so like so they don't get cyberbullied and stuff. And they said, yeah. So um, it also says that in ours. And the game you're pointing at, Minecraft, um, a lot of kids play it. And like if you've seen like trolling videos, kids get angry, they swear, they do stuff like that. So they just said no. But the dumb thing was that guess who else protects it? Nintendo and they're joining it. And who else? Oh, 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 Xbox. They also protect like there's too much like angry five year olds like to like get rid of all of them. But they they're trying their best every day. So yeah, that's what I want to talk about. About that. And uh, first Blatoon 2's Blackfest results are in. This was the tweet I saw. Drum roll. <laughs> Team Mail wins. 2-1. Congrats. The result was based on NA Australia and NZ battles. Oh, and there is... Okay, so there's a Xbox One dashboard, the new one. So tabs are now horizontally positioned at the top of the guide making it easier to swipe through menus like friends or multiplayer using the bumper buttons it will allow gamers see what their friends are up to what developers are posting and easily browse to dvr clips so like the little clips that you can like record on your xbox like like um press your so like press the big x while you're in the game press x and then like you've recorded it or snapshot it like like for that all arranged in a neat way now oh this is a topic i really want to talk about so the xbox one scorpio is coming out ps4 pro is out so um i'm also going to talk about what the comparison between ps4 and the ps4 pro but in a bit but first, let's talk about what's better for hardcore gaming. Because if you're a gamer out there and you're listening and you're like wondering, oh, what should I get? 
um, for hardcore gaming. So I really think that, well, this is what I wrote down, and I put it all together, songs from websites, but this is what I summed up. So PS4 Pro is already out now, but the Xbox One Scorpio will only be made available in November. Uh, so the Xbox One Scorpio's biggest highlight is its support. 4K, but a console is also fully compatible with all previous Xbox One games and accessories. Well, the PS4 Pro doesn't have the ability to render games in native 4K. I'm pretty sure some games do, but not all. And so, um, so yeah. So first thing that I want to compare the processors. So the Xbox One Scorpio versus PS4 Pro. Processors. So the Xbox One has an 8-core, 2.3 gigahertz processor. So that's pretty good. Except PlayStation have a 2.13, uh, an 8-core, 2.13 gigahertz processor. So the PS4 Pro wins 1-0. Yeah, I'm doing it like football. 1-0. So um, now I'm going to talk about some more stuff. Microsoft is aiming for full native 4K at 60 frames per second. While not all PS4 Pro games meet that specification, some games run at 30 frames per second in 4K. Uh, the PS4 Pro has a sizable 4.12 teraflop of processing power, but the Xbox One has a um, whopping of 6 teraflop of processing power of processing power now if you are like many baffled by the word teraflop rest easy here's a good explanation teraflop is a measure of compute speed and can be expressed as a trillion floating point operations per second 10 to the 12th power floating point operations per second 2 to the 40th power float so Xbox Scorpio wins that round. So yeah, so they've won because they've got more teraflop. Um, so the Xbox One Scorpio wins over the PlayStation 4 Pro. Do keep in mind that the Xbox One Scorpio is more expensive to purchase. Well, they're, they're, I'm pretty sure there's no official price except from gathering up everything. Yeah, it looks quite expensive. Also, need to keep in mind that Sony has a... Uh, awesome lineup of exclusive and third-party games that Microsoft just can't match, like Little Big Planet. Um, I'm pretty sure that's the only one I know. <laughs> so, um, so if you're a hardcore gamer, like you play all day or something, then the Xbox One Scorpio is for you. But if you're a kid who gets like a couple of hours to play off school or something, PS4 Pro is for you. The results surprised me actually because I actually thought like the um, Xbox to be more of a family console, so like one of them consoles that you would play like as family, and it was for watching movies more like or like that. But it had like optional games. Like I've never really been a PlayStation person, and I really thought like the PlayStation was more of the hardcore gaming ones for the like because as the slogan says for the players so and like a lot of games like get updates on there first so 
Um, yeah, so I thought that was much more of the hardcore one, except the Xbox Scorpio looks like this time it's beat the PlayStation 4 Pro. So yeah, that looks kind of sick. So next I want to talk about the what's better, PS4 or the PS4 Pro, and what's the difference between them. I just said that, but so, um, Sony launched two new versions, PS4 and 2016. 2017 now, but I'm like six months later or seven. I don't even know. What is it? Eight? Um, so the PS4 Pro represents a better, more powerful unit that delivers best performance capable of 4K gaming HDR. But other new console became um, known as the PS4 Slim, which offers the same functionality as the launch model in a sleeker form factor, so like the Xbox One S, it's like smaller, like one, it's like I'm pretty sure Xbox, yeah, they made slim models too. So, uh, Sony calls um, this the PS4 as it spares out from the original console. Yeah, I don't even know what I just said. So, what's the, that's the basics, but in our PS4, Pro vs PS4, uh, little guide thing, what you should get if you're looking at play PlayStations. Explain the details in simple terms and complicated ones for those who like numbers. And answer common questions, including how powerful is the PS4 Pro? How do the how, uh, how do the graphics compare? What is HDR and should I care? Do you need a full Okay, HDR TV. Is the PS4 Pro better for PSVR, so like PlayStation virtual reality? That looks sick. Let me just say. Um. So yeah. Um. So yeah. So um. The graphics processor GPU in the PS4. That's the bit that generates the 3D graphics in games is just over twice as powerful as that in the PS4. Sony's also upgraded the processor which handles things like physics and artificial intelligence in games. So yeah, Sony claims the new PS4 Pro can run at 4.2 teraflops that we spoke about compared to the 1.84 teraflops of the original PS4. Teraflops is a simple measure computed performance, but yeah, we've already like um, covered that. In addition, while well, the PS4 Pro has the same amount of memory as the original PS4, so 8GB GDDR5. It runs at a higher speed to improve performance. The PS4 Pro also has an extra 1GB of memory for non-gaming applications like Netflix. This means they won't waste space games. So, wait, what? They won't, like, so you won't waste space. So you won't, like, have, like, apps take up space. So, instead of using your game space there's a space for the apps so it doesn't take up your brand new minecraft game that you bought or something so yeah um yeah so this means they aren't waste space yet 
Um, um, so yeah, so you can switch between apps faster too because it isn't both coming from like the same thing. So PS4 Pro specs compared to the original and PS4 Slim versions. So I'm only going to talk about a little bit of this because uh, even I struggle with a bit of this. So the PS4 came on 2013 CPU, 1.6 GHz core and AMD Jaguar. Like I love AMD, that's actually quite good. I'm pretty sure you get them in computers too now. And then the PS4 that came out in 2016, I'm pretty sure the slimmer model I think, I can't remember, was um yeah I'm pretty sure it was exactly the same. And then the PS4 Pro was 2.1 gigahertz, 8 core AMD Jaguar. So that took it up a notch. And yeah so for CPU PS4 wins, yay! The GPU, so the like graphics stuff. Um, so the PS4 2013, 1.84 teraflops, um, AMD Radeon. I think that's how you say it. So that was the one for PS4 2013. PS4 2016. So the PS4 2016 and PS4 Pro, the ones we are focusing on. So. Um, but I'm also going to say 2013, so if you want to pick up the cheaper one, you can also get that. So the PS4, that came out in 2013, the memory was 8GB for, well, wait, yeah, so the memory for the PS4 that came out in 2013 was 8GB GDDR5, same for 2016, and... Uh, for the PS4 Pro though, it is that it's eight gigabyte GDDR5 and one gigabyte. So yeah, that's nice. Like I've already explained why the one gigabyte's there. So HDR, yes for all. 4K. So only the PS4 Pro has 4K. So PS4 Pro has one for um four things now. Um, so yeah, no, five things now. So, storage. Um, so, for the PS4, it came out in 2013, 500 gig, so that's covered. Um, but it's like, I'm pretty sure everybody, well, if you're looking for the cheaper option, most newer consoles, that, like ones that came out in 2013, came with like 500 gigabyte, unlike me, <laughs> because my Xbox only came with like 250. Um, so and then you have the PS4 that came out in 2016, 500 gig plus a terabyte, and then uh, you have the PS4 Pro that's only a terabyte. So for that one, pretty sure the PS4 2016, so the slimmer one, I'm pretty sure that wins. Yay! Yeah, claps. Just clap. It's probably loud in the mic, but and then USB. So like what, like the USB ports, like a laptop has like USB 2.0 and stuff. So yeah, so the USB is for this. So the 2013 one has got two USB 3.0s. So a lot of USB sticks are compatible with that. And then the PS4, but like the slimmer one, 2016, has two USB 3.1s. 
and then the PS4 Pro has three USB 3.1s, so the PS4 wins for that one. Well, not the PS4, PS4 Pro wins for that one. And then we have Wi-Fi. So, um, I'm just gonna say this easily, so if you've got Virgin Media, I'm pretty sure others do it in gigahertz too, I'm not sure. Like, I've only had like, um, I've only had like Virgin in my life, I've never had Sky, so I'm not sure. But, they, I'm pretty sure Virgin do it in gigahertz. So the Wi-Fi for the PS4, so, um, if you've got one of the old ones, so they come in 2.4 gigahertz if you didn't know. So, that one, yeah, so that will work with your old, like, routers, rotors, or whatever they call them and stuff. And then you've got the PS4 2016 that supports both, and so does PS4 Pro. So, PS4 2016 and PS4 Pro wins that one. Now, for Bluetooth, Bluetooth 2.1, the PS4 2013 edition, Bluetooth 4.0 for both of the newer ones. So, what I would say is, if you want to get a um, PS4, it's okay, I guess. So, it's like, but if you've got, like, new internet, but, like, if your internet isn't, like, 2.4 gigahertz, so 2G and 5G, um, that it, like it doesn't have two of them inside, and it's only got 5G or something. You can't like play the PS4, the old one, online. But if you've got one that supports 2G and 5G, like my like my one, that one will like your Wi-Fi. That means you're covered, so you can get PS4. And uh, for the PS4 and the PS4 Pro, it doesn't really matter what your internet is. So, and um, Bluetooth, I'm not really sure if anybody connects anything to their consoles. So that doesn't really matter. So, um, so yeah, so the graphics comparison, it depends on the game. Developers can use extra power for anything, like, they really wanted to. They want, yeah, but like, within reason. Most will increase the resolution. Number of pixels that make the picture of their game so like pixels like little things are like so tiny but um so yeah now pixels that make the picture their games so they appear sharper on 4k tvs but that's not all developers can also use like the more powerful ps4 pro gpu to improve the quality of textures and lighting effects leading to more realistic graphics and smoother performance with fewer slowdowns and the only demand Sony makes is games must play as well on a PS4 Pro as they do on a PS4 and vice versa so yeah um, but beware so like if you're watching YouTube videos that compare the two unless you're viewing the videos in 4k on a 4k tv it's really hard to tell the difference in this case still images are often the best comparison it look closely at uh, examples that i will put a link to um in the stream um so um and now the same demo flying on PS4 is quite cool to like put like 
So yeah, I'm going to put photos like that down in the description. So the most obvious difference is the lighting. The portraits give the scene a new dynamism. How do you say that word? Yeah, some of this um, thing is scripted. It's kind of hard. So like, line up the rocks for a minute like, and then chancing, like enhancing, sorry, enhancing the contrast in the scene. Another benefit benefit is the um, foliage or how I'd say it. There's um, extra greenery such as extra plants, grass and vines. PS4 version has simpler flat textures that add a little. Um, the PS4 Pro isn't like just about making things look sharper. More power allows developers to render more items in game, which helps create worlds that are packed with more interesting details to enjoy. As for upcoming games, if you're lucky enough to win, no, not to win, to own a 4K HDR TV, uh, uh, then you can like watch all the 4K things. But Yes, if you've heard, PS4 Pro doesn't actually run games at native 4K. It's technically true. Some games will run at native 4K Ultra HD resolution. That's 3840 by 2160 lines pixels, by the way, if you didn't know. But the most demanding games won't. Why? Because it's very hard to render games smoothly at such a high resolution. Even with the additional power of the PS4 Pro gaming PC that can that can run games at 4K would cost several times more than the PS4 Pro. I don't know even know what I said. After all, instead, many games will run at resolution 4K, often but not always. 3,200 by 1,800 lines and then be upscaled to 4K, Sony has employed a clever technique that improves this process, so much so that it's very hard to tell the difference between its upscaled visuals and native 4K ones. There is a, there is a difference, but it's hard to spot. Um, so, yeah, that's all I really wanted to talk about. If you want me to talk about more, like what was the difference between the PS4 and the PS4 Pro, then um, if you like tweet me on Twitter, um, yeah, so you can tweet um, us, me at Twitter. So yeah, my, so, or you can um, like, uh, comment on this on YouTube or SoundCloud at Twitter. I am at KS Gaming Podcast. KS Gaming Podcast, um, because the gaming podcast, like, it was too big to fit into at. So the gaming podcast K at KS Gaming Podcast. KS Gaming Podcast. And yeah, thank you so much, everybody who listened to this tiny little podcast. Sooner I will make it longer. And yeah, I hope you enjoyed. And yeah, bye.